Hello there. You are listening to the Plant Based Performers Podcast. If you haven't listened before, my name is Amelia Rose, but you can also call me Emma. And I am Lee Petcher, or you can also call me Petch. If you want. If you want. How are you doing, Emma? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. You've just done your tax return, haven't you? Yeah. They're awful, are they? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend I actually know what I'm doing when I do a tax return. <laughs> I don't know about any of you guys, because obviously a lot of you that might be listening will be performers and probably have to do your own tax return as well. Does anyone else just guess? Because I do. If anyone from HMRC is listening, please. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> please don't investigate us. We do know what we're doing. We've no, just I made think... no money, so we don't well, need to pay. So... When I first started out as a performer and my first ever tax return I had to do, I was on tour with uh, the touring theatre company that we was with. And I had no idea. You don't get taught how to do taxes at school or anything, do you? No, not not even at college when I was studying musical theatre. Exactly. So I was there in this bedroom of this Acom and one of the tour managers from another team had come over and he was asking me what I was doing. I was like, mate, you've been on the road a few times. Can you just help me with this tax return. And he said to me, we are little fish mm-hmm. in a big pond. They ain't going to be checking us. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. So I did the best that I could. And I've done that for, well, I still do that to this day. I do the best that I can. But the website that I work for, we had a accountant on recently and he mm-hmm. said, yeah, you may be a little fish, but you're easier to catch. Yeah. <laughs> so just be careful. So I I do the best that I can. I Luckily, I have my P60 from the the day job that I had, and that's all filled in with the tax that you pay on that and your income. And then I keep a record of all the invoices that I send out, acting work, self-tapes, showreels that I do, this, that, and the other. So the income is quite easy to work out. It's the outgoings, like what can you claim for? What car you claim for? It's hard. It's hard. And I'm really pedantic. I don't know about you. I, I don't think you are as pedantic as I am. No, I, I go, keep no receipts. <laughs> I go, I keep all my receipts. Uh, I've got them on a separate folder in my inbox. So everything goes there because everything's online now, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Card payments and stuff like that. And I go through all my statements of that year and I match up all the receipts and go, right, yeah, I can claim for that. No, I can't claim for that. So it takes me a while but it's done. Now, I was really good to start off with. I used to get mine done on the 6th of April, right bang after your tax return is due. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's due on the 5th. So I do Well, mine. it's due in January. Yeah, but you, you're, sorry, your, your date, your accounting date is the up to the 5th of April. Yeah. So on the 6th of April, I would get mine done. Uh, and I got a bit lax recently. Uh, obviously when my mum died, that was, I had to leave it to the last minute. And then last year, oh my God, last year, I thought I'd done it all, sent it all off. Turns out- You hadn't. The computer just decided not to send it. So bearing in mind that <laughs> Lee's birthday is the 31st of January when the tax returns are due. That's so the day that they are due. I cannot forget not so to send it. So he always, in. always gets it done before that before my birthday because I don't want to be doing tax on my birthday but then it turns out that he didn't submit it properly because he's a silly billy and um, they tried to fine him oh my god but he you didn't get fined in the end no did I didn't you? I appealed it and thank god they uh, they accepted my appeal because I'd done the whole tax return I'd got the you know like the confirmation so I just sent that to him going look I have sent it the computer just didn't Send it. <laughs> like have you, it is. have you 100% checked that it's gone this time? 100% gone through and I'm going to keep <laughs> checking for the next week <laughs> just to say that it's gone through. But yeah, it's all this. Do you know what? Again, we're in COVID times at the moment and people are complaining that they've not been furloughed or whatever. 
actions are a funny bunch out there. They don't want to pay tax. They'll avoid everything they can to pay tax if necessary. Mm-hmm. And now that furlough is going off your tax, they're now complaining that they're not getting any support. It's like, guys, you can't have it both ways. Mm. Either It's hard. Either declare everything and say, right, you know, hands up, guys. I'm going to have to pay a tax here because now it would have been useful for you. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It, it's one of those things that you don't want to have to pay tax. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> you don't want to pay a tax, but you want help from the government. Do you know what I mean? It's. I can't really weigh on on that because I've been lucky to have a job this whole time. Yeah. So. And do you know what? I've been lucky to have a job, so I've not had to rely on my incomes as an actor. Yeah. And when I say a job, I mean a job I don't even want to do. I just want to put that out there for anyone who's listening. I'm lucky to have a job. I am well aware, but it's not a job singing, unfortunately. So yeah, you're doing a job that you don't really like at the moment, but you've made progress in what you want to do as a career now, haven't you? I've made some decisions. I don't know about everybody else listening, but this year's got me a bit lost. I think it's got us all a bit lost. Yeah, it's just I've gone from singing almost every weekend and working part time in a theatre box office, which I absolutely loved, from to both of those things being taken away from me yeah. in March. Um, the theatre's been closed ever since, and obviously gigs have, have stopped before that. So I, I've kind of had that all taken away from me and it's made me really question what I'm what I'm doing with my life. I was like, oh, you know, I'm not earning as much money as I'd like and yeah. I'm 30 now and we're getting married and what what is it that I actually want? And it turns out I want to sing. <laughs> so I think this is a really important conversation for us to have because, again, a lot of people listening to this podcast would be performers. And they're all going to be in the same boat. Like I just said about the tax and the government thing and things like that. I think a lot of people, COVID has hit a lot of performers hard. It's hit everybody hard this year. I'm not saying that we're better than anybody else because Jesus Christ, all we do is sing and dance. Do you know what I mean? We we provide entertainment to people. We're not saving people's lives. But it's hit us very, very hard as an industry. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will be in the same boat as you. And I'll put my hand up. I've been in exactly the same boat as you this past couple of months where I've just been questioning, like, is this what I want to do with my life? Yeah. But then you realise you're qualified for nothing else. Exactly. (laughs) And I hope some people out there are qualified for other things, but I don't know. I got to the point where I was like, I'm not getting seen for any auditions. I'm not being seen by any casting directors. I'm not being asked to sell tape. I'm seeing all these people on social media posting about their successes. And do you know what? I like to praise their successes. I'm like, like, let's spread that positivity. But at the same time, it does just chip away. Yeah, it's it's like you're 99% happy for them, but 1% jealous. And I think that's completely normal. It's the same with me. I've seen people working and people are doing pantos and... The great thing is that that London is in tier two, which means that the theatres can reopen, which means the West End can come back, which is amazing. But we're in Manchester we're and we're in tier, in tier three. three because Boris Johnson hates us, not to get too political or anything, but we're in tier three and our theatres can't open right now. No, There's talks, I mean, the, the company that I work for is one of the biggest um theatre companies in the UK. So they're in talks right now with one of the biggest panto companies in the UK to see what they can do. Yeah. Because I believe four out of the five pantos that they were going to be putting on this year, socially distanced anyway, at the moment can't go ahead. Um, We're supposed to be going to see the panto on the 13th of December. I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. So... Yeah, it's just it's just been a crazy old year and it's it's really it's it's really getting everybody thinking, I think, of what, what on earth they're doing with their yeah. lives. So what what did you do? Because we've had this conversation obviously off mic. What did you do to get to where you are now? Honestly, I hit rock bottom. I had an absolute meltdown. <laughs> like I did I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> And it took me, I said to you, it took me to hit bottom to be able to like push up from it. 
Does that make sense? Like like when you're swimming, right? And you you swim right down to the bottom of the pool and you need to get to the bottom of the pool to push off and come Mm -hmm. back up to the surface. That's what I needed. I literally was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want. And then I, I hit rock bottom and then I was like, oh, I want to sing. And I want to sing at weddings because that's what I really enjoy. There we go. So that's what I needed. And it's taken that for me to make some steps and go, right, I'm going to redo my packages. I'm going to redo my website. I'm going to find some photos. I'm going to get some new photos done when I can. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some new videos done. I'm going to get recording. Yeah. It's just take it. It's like my it's like my passion took a bit of a holiday over this last few months. Which it will have done for a lot of people. Yeah. Like I've had I've had things that I could have been doing this whole time and I've made so many different excuses mm-hmm. of why I've not been doing it. But did you make excuses or was it your way of just getting through the lockdown? Probably. I don't really know. But it's like I knew that there were so many things that I could have been doing and I wasn't doing them. And I was choosing not to do them because, mm-hmm. oh, I'm tired. I've been working Monday to Friday, nine till five. On my weekend, I just want to chill. I'm there. I've done exactly the same thing. When I come home at night, I've got to cook tea. I just want to chill. So it's like sacrificing a bit of that time to do something creative and do something that's going to actually... Progress your career. Progress my career, yeah, because I want to sing. I'm not saying that I won't have a a Monday to Friday nine till five for a while as well. Mm -hmm. That's completely fine. But next year, when when weddings are back in full swing, I want to be singing like at least two a month, maybe something like that. That's my that's my goal. Anybody listening to this podcast, if you do have a wedding coming up, please get in touch with Amelia because, well. Five star reviews all around so far, <laughs> right? If you actually are getting married and you're still looking for a singer, I'm particularly looking at doing um, ceremonies, drinks receptions, and wedding breakfast, so stuff through the day. Um, I can do nighttime as well, like your first dance and then your reception at the even the evening as well. Um, I just think I'm particularly more suited to the daytime, um, but we can always chat about it. But if you are getting married and you're looking for a singer, you can look me up. I've got a website. It's ameliarosevocal.co.uk. Do you want to spell Amelia? I certainly will spell Amelia. It's E-M-E-L-I-A, rosevocal.co.uk. Um, you can get in touch with me through there. And if you quote PB Performers Pod, you'll get a cheeky little uh, 15% discount. Cheeky little 15%. Yeah. No Black Friday deals here. No Cyber Monday. This <laughs> this discount is lasting for a while. Yeah. This will last for as long as this podcast is around. There so you go, you see. If you are listening to this, you're vegan or you're not or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a vegan wedding. No. As long as it can provide a vegan meal for you. Well, yeah, that would be very nice. If I'm there all day, a little vegan meal would be perfect. But I want to give your social medias a bit of a, a shout out as well, because you're going to start posting a lot more on them now as well. Yeah. Again, I'm just Amelia Rose Vocal on everything. So the same as my website, E-M-E-L-I-A. Don't know why I chose it that way. It looks pretty when it's written down, but no one spells it right. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't spell it right. No, never. Uh, so yeah, please, uh, please hit me up because I've um, posted a cover recently and I'm going to be doing more. Um, and if there's anything that you want to hear me saying, then, you know. Requests taken. Certainly, certainly get in touch and I will see what I can do. Yeah, like I've been in exactly the same boat as you. And do you know what? I've been keeping quiet about it. Obviously, I've spoken to you about it. Yeah. But no one else really, apart from that. And that's mainly because of my other job. I kind of feel like I'm with this guy who's super positive and super praising the industry. And like I feel like I have to match him because mm. of like we work in close proximity to each other. Do you mm, know what I mean? It's just you two. I don't want like sounds stupid i don't want his reputation to be tarnished by me feeling the way that i was feeling but again i over the weekend have had a bit of a word with myself and gone do you know what i'm gonna give it a try yeah i'm really gonna give it a try again like you i was making excuses i was working three days a week long hours and i do put in other hours as well off the clock i always feel like i'm doing something and that was me going, well, at least I'm working in the industry. Why am I not getting seen? But then when I think about it, I'm not doing anything for myself within within the industry. Uh-huh. 
I'm not taking any acting classes. At the you moment. give so many different people advice on their career, but you don't really don't, take it for yourself. Exactly. So I could have been doing self-tapes. I could have been doing these online acting classes. I could have been doing these Zoom meetings. I could have been emailing casting directors and I've just not. And then I've complained that I'm not getting anywhere. So this weekend I applied for a job through yes, my agent and mm-hmm. you helped me film for that. It wasn't an acting job, really. I just had to speak to cameras and introduce myself, mm-hmm. I- introduce myself a little bit. And that was fine, which but that one little push then gave me the impetus to carry on again. And I filmed a self-tip again with you this weekend. Mm-hmm. And this morning I've been sending that out to casting directors with a, an email. And it's just given me that that spark again. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to force yourself to do something, don't you? Yeah. It's like the first thing is the hardest thing to do and you need to just get the ball rolling. Exactly. It's like a snowball rolling down a hill. The hardest bit is making that snowball and then giving it that push. But once it goes down the hill and starts getting momentum, starts getting bigger and you never know where things can lead from that. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling the same that that we have been feeling, our advice to you is just do one thing. One thing. Do one thing that's going to help you reach your goals and I promise you'll want to do something else after. And don't make an excuse about it. Just do it. Yeah. And remember that you're not on your own. Like there's loads of us feeling exactly the same way. Yeah. I think it's easy to feel a bit isolated when you feel that way because you're like, oh, everyone else, everyone else knows what they're doing. Everyone else has got it all figured out. I'm here to tell you, no one has it figured out. No one. Not a single person knows what the (laughs) hell they're doing. I certainly don't. But you mentioned there that we're in tier three, London's in tier two. Yeah. What does that mean for, for the industry? Unfortunately, it means that nothing can happen right now in Manchester. Oh, the north, really? In, well, meh, no, Liverpool's in tier two. Liverpool's in tier yeah. two. West Yorkshire's in tier three, I think. Is it right? I'm not sure. So th- the good news is that the West End will be able to reopen some of it. Obviously, mm. they're going to have to go back into rehearsals and things, I assume. So it's not all just going to open again on the 2nd of December and that's that. No, I thought rehearsals were still going on they have some some rehearsals have been taking place but i can't say that every single musical that's been on that's on the west end has been rehearsing during that time because i think no one's obviously known when they're going to be able to open again yeah so i think the things that were due to open in December, so your pantos or the Lemes concert that's coming back for a certain period of time, they've been rehearsing okay. and they've been getting COVID tests every two days. Certainly the Lemes guys have, because I follow a few of the cast members, um, COVID tests every two days to make sure that they're fine. Yeah. So that means that they will be able to open. However, with restricted numbers of people allowed in. Right. So they can only have... I may be wrong. I think I read this somewhere. Half of the capacity of the theatre or a thousand people, whichever is less. Right. Okay. So up to a thousand, basically. Um, But obviously it will be groups of people and they'll be socially distanced from other people. Again, I assume people will be having to wear masks and things. I don't know if they'll have to keep people a bit further away from the stage. Right. I'm not sure, but I, you know... Especially with a concert like Les Mis, they're singing very much out to the audience. It's not a fully staged musical. Mm. They're singing out to the audience. So they might take like the first couple of rows. So that would make me think that there's going to be a bit more spit on people. And also Michael Ball is in it. If anyone's listening to this and understands, Michael Ball is a spitter. Could be worse. Could be, what's his name? Chris Groff? Chris Groff? It's definitely Jonathan Groff. Could be worse. <laughs> Could be Jonathan Groff. <laughs> I mean, we, we've seen that TikTok. Yeah. But... If you've not watched Hamilton on Disney+, Plus, get on that <laughs> and you will understand what we're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, that's just musicals and theatre and stuff like that. I've seen some people posting that they've got jobs as elves and things this Christmas, which okay. makes me wonder how 
like I've seen people doing online Santa stuff and I've seen one company elves go around to the doors and knock on the windows and give them a wave through mm. the but how gr- can there be grottos, grottos. yeah it's, it's Unless you stand like two metres away from Santa, it's a bit weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's not going to sit on his lap, are you? God, no. So this episode, we're actually going to be talking about the C word. Not the rude one that my mum doesn't like. Charlie? No. See you next Tuesday. Um, this one is all about Christmas. So Christmas is obviously a bit of a a bit of a weird time for vegans in terms of food. Christmas is known for like lavish meals mm. and a massive dead thing on the the table, isn't it? Really. Same with Thanksgiving, I'd say. For yeah, Americans. Thanksgivings. Yeah, I've got some statistics about turkeys. And this is only in the UK, but I could just imagine over Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. So our poor turkey friends, they're not the most beautiful of animals, but they they apparently they purr like cats. Like if they're happy, they like purr. How cute is that? So very sadly in the UK every year, 14 million turkeys are killed for food. It's not right. In December alone, it's 2 million. Two million turkeys are killed. When they're killed, they are between the ages of eight to 26 weeks old. Weeks? Weeks. So they're not even full-grown turkeys. Oh, no, they're babies. Yeah, they're they're small children. Some of them will never see daylight. And there's been there's been videos taken, you know, when people go in with like hidden cameras and things into yeah. into these places. Bernard Matthews is one of them. And that's one of the biggest brands in the UK. If, if you're listening from elsewhere and you don't know who they are, they were like playing like baseball with the turkeys. Like they, they're awful. Wait, so they, they dressed the, the turkey up in a baseball hat, gave him a glove and was... No? Unfortunately not, no. The turkey was being used as the ball. <laughs> it's awful. Um, I actually found out that if if the turkeys were people, it, so if that that 14 million turkeys that are killed was like people, yeah. it would be the um, population of Hong Kong twice that would be killed every year to consume. And I bet they all don't get consumed either. No, that's the that's the the thing. So much waste comes from Christmas. Surely it's worse to kill an animal to not eat it than it is to kill it to eat it. Like people use the whole cavemen argument. Well, the cavemen eat animals. They would use every single bit of that animal. Mm. They were not wasteful. No. We are so wasteful. There's no need for two million in one month to be killed for you to just chuck half of it because you've overindulged on other things. I don't know many people who like turkey as a go-to anyway. No. It would always be chicken. Turkey was leaner. So for my friends who work out and stuff like that, it'd be like a leaner kind of protein. Mm. But I always find it dry. Yeah, a lot of people find it dry. People only ever eat it at Christmas. Only ever eat it at Christmas. I would always eat chicken otherwise. And I'm not saying that's any better because I'm sure there's probably just the same amount of chickens that die every year because they are eaten more, you know, year round. 14 million a year. That's ridiculous. Awful. So we thought we'd give you some different options for what you can eat on Christmas Day if you don't want to choose the turkey or if you obviously are are vegan or you're trying to cut down your meat consumption. I've had a look at the sort of main supermarkets in the UK. So if you are listening out with the UK, I apologise. I haven't looked for your supermarkets. I'm very sorry. So when we say main supermarkets, are we talking your big four or...? No, I've got six. Or seven okay. different places. The first one's Tesco. We shop at Tesco. I'm quite loyal to Tesco, but it is quite expensive. But they've actually done quite well this year in yeah. terms of their vegan options. Way to go to Tesco. Yeah. So the first one they're doing is a vegan Christmas dinner for two. It's £35. And this comes with 
and no beef wellington, vegetables including roast potatoes, gravy, stuffing balls, cocktail bangers, a cranberry sauce, two Christmas puddings, obviously vegan, a bottle of champagne and two crackers, you know, the ones that you pull at the table. Sounds good to me. For £35, that's not bad. The only thing for me is that at Christmas, I I personally wanted, particularly this year, like a turkey substitute rather than like a beef wellington. Right, okay. But if that is your bag, for two people, if it's just the two of you or you've got two people in your house that are vegan... 35 quid, I don't think that's that bad. That's not bad at all. You can order it online and they'll deliver it to your house as well, but like just before Christmas. That's a cheap Christmas meal, that. That's not bad because that gives you, doesn't give you a starter, but it gives you a a main, roasties and veg, like sides and a pudding and a bottle of champagne. If you're eating out and you're paying per head, you're paying more than £35 per head. 100%. And they've also got an, another couple of things that are just sort of on their own. Go for um, it. One's a sweet potato and red cabbage log. Mm, sweet potato. Yeah. It serves four people and it's £10. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of more of a pastry kind of thing, but kind of a bit more like a Wellington as well. Yeah. Another one that they're doing. So I think this is, I think they've got a bit of a partnership with Wicked Kitchen. So we've had a few Wicked Kitchen things, but if you've not yeah. heard of them, you need to check them out because they're really good. Mm. They do loads of different kind of things. They even do like cupcakes and stuff nowadays. And they are doing a no turkey roast. It looks like turkey. I might try and find this for our Christmas this year. Let's do it, yeah. It serves four. It's only five pounds. And you get a sage and onion stuffing and garlic melt. So I think the stuffing's like, I think it's stuffed inside it kind yeah, of thing. Like it would be a turkey. With a turkey, yeah, but you've not had to put it up some poor dead things, but. <laughs> um, and it's like got a garlic melt with it as well. So that's the that's the kind of Tesco options that I noticed. And I'm quite impressed with that. I'm impressed with that. Where to go Tesco? Um, next up, we've got Asda. Asda are doing their own sort of chicken style joint. So this isn't a Christmas product, but this is something they're doing all year round. But it's like a roast kind of thing. That's fair play. It's basically what Christmas dinner is. It's just a fancy roast, Do you know isn't what? it? I, I miss a Sunday roast. We've I know. Not We've not had one for a long time. Um, it doesn't say how many it serves online, but it's 500 grams, which makes me think that's quite fairly large. It's only a... It's only a fiver as well. That's mine sorted. If you prefer, they've also got a mushroom and lentil nut roast, which is a frozen thing, so you could get it now and keep it for Christmas. It's 440 grams and it's only £3. Can't go wrong with prices like that. No, exactly. Who said being vegan had to be expensive? Right? It's not expensive <laughs> if you buy things like vegetables and stuff. Like it doesn't have to be stupidly expensive. And it gets even cheaper later on. Just you wait. Um, Sainsbury's. Now, not the cheapest of supermarkets, but they've got a bit of a thing going with a, a brand called Plant Pioneers. I think this is the only place you can get that brand at the moment. Um, and they've got a Beef Wellington, which is £6. They've also got Pops in Blankets. Mm. We so, had them last year. Yeah, we had some, I don't know if it was these exact ones, but the thing with pigs in blankets, right, vegan ones anyway, a lot of them for some reason seem to think that they want to put them in pastry. That is not a pig in a blanket. That's a sausage roll. <laughs> a pig in a blanket is a sausage wrapped in bacon. Now, these pups in blankets, they're sold out online. You might still get them in store, but they're sold out online. But they are sausage in bacon, not sausage in pastry. Yeah, they're the ones we had last year. I remember going at Sainsbury's and getting them for you. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, we need to find more because apparently Morrison's are also doing something similar, but I couldn't nice. find them online, but we maybe need to have a little trip. Speaking of Morrison's, again, they don't have loads and loads. They've got various nut roasts. Um, I didn't really bother writing that down, but they've also got a beefless Wellington for £5. So it seems like beef Wellington is the kind of thing that people are going for this year for vegans, which, you know, at least they're trying. At least they're yeah, doing definitely. something. It's better than nothing. So you've also then got Aldi. So Aldi have got a no turkey roast. 
You can only get these in store. I don't know if you can buy anything online from Aldi. I don't think Aldi have an online shop. They have an online presence, but not, not an yeah, online shop. Yeah, so I could see pictures of it and stuff. But I, I think this is frozen. And again, I think it's maybe more of an all year round thing rather than just a Christmas thing. But it's only £2.99. I think we might have to take a trip to Aldi. We love Aldi. It's good. And then the other thing that they've got like as a main is a vegan wreath, which is what we had last year. That my, was nice. My dad got us this. It was like basically obviously like a wreath kind of circular thing with pastry and like fruit and nuts mm. and things like butternut squash and stuff like that inside. Um, they've got that again this year and that's £3.99. They've got other things like cocktail sausages. They've got pigs in blankets, but it is the pastry wrapped pastry ones. Um, and they've got stuffing balls and things like that. So head to Aldi. The only problem I find with Aldi is that a lot of the stores have different things. Right. So you might not find the same stuff in every store, but you can always try. So then we go on to Lidl. Lidl, again, didn't have loads. They've got a nut roast. Um, it's, I think it's actually two separate nut roasts for like two different people with gravy. They're frozen as well and they are £2.49, which isn't bad for two, is it? That, that's pretty cheap. Um, M&S. Now, M&S last year, we got a lot of stuff from M&S. Oh, we, we dined out at M&S last year. Now, I need to go into the store or speak to an M&S employee of some sort because the stuff they have online is nothing like what they had last year. So if they don't have... So last year they had loads of sides and things like potato dauphinois, roasties, parsnips, loads of different things. Like obviously not just a parsnip because you can get that anywhere, <laughs> but like honey, honey glazed parsnips, things like that. They were all from their plant... Is it called plant kitchen range? I think it is. And oh my God... It was incredible. Yeah. Like... We had an amazing meal last year. Oh, so good. Potato dauphinois. I could just have a whole plate of that. Does sound like dolphins, though. I know a girl who is a plant-based performer and she calls them dolphins. <laughs> Hi, Kaylee, if you are listening. Um, so, yeah, they don't have loads this year. I was quite disappointed when I looked on their website, but that doesn't mean that they don't have it in store because they might do. Well, you know um, somebody who works at m and I do. I'll need to call them. Um, so they do have a festive wreath as well, very much like the Aldi one, which is like nuts, mushrooms and seeds. It serves four and it is £10, which again for m and isn't all that expensive. No, it's quite cheap for m and that. So that's kind of the main sort of high street-y kind of places. Mm. Then you've also got stuff online. So you've got like tofurkey. So if you've not heard of tofurkey, it's like turkey made out of tofu, basically. It's like soya, obviously. You can get those from the Vegan Kind supermarket. We also found some in in Holland and Barrett once, didn't we? Yeah, we did. The Vegan Kind is an online thing. If, again, if you've not heard of the Vegan Kind, just go on and have a look because they have so much stuff. They're great. They're based in Glasgow and they're just so much stuff. But Tofurkey's this year, you've got like just a roast or you've got a roast with gravy already on it and stuff like that. And if you don't want to do anything like that, you can also, there's like a load of recipes. You could just cook something yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. You could try make your own nut roast or festive wreath of some sort. I think a lot of people like butternut squash at this time of year, don't they? Yeah, butternut squash. Yeah, things like that. You, you could... I do not have the culinary skills for that kind of thing, but... There's recipes out there. There's a ton of recipes. So if that doesn't float your boat, then absolutely go for it. Now, we come on to an important topic. Go on. Puddings. <laughs> You've got a sweet tooth, haven't you? All of my teeth are sweet. It's not just the one tooth. It's all of them. <laughs> Pudding is the most important part of the day, every day. Now, there wasn't a ton of Christmassy puddings out there for vegans. Obviously, there were lots of Christmas puddings, but because mm -hmm. actual Christmas pudding you can't have because it's got suet in it. I never like Christmas pudding anywhere. No, who wants? No, who wants that? I'm sorry. I just Some people don't. Do. It's not I just me. don't agree that it should have fruit in it. Personally, so well. Speaking of, we do have an apple crumble <laughs> on here, but it's See, different. You know, but I like apple crumble. You know what you're getting with apple crumble? Yeah, yeah. So pudding is very important. So 
you've obviously got your usual kind of things that you're going to find in the supermarket all year round anyway. You've got things like the Wicked Kitchen who do um, a sticky toffee pudding. They do like a red velvet brownie sort of thing. Mm. So you could always get something like that and stick a bit of um, vegan ice cream on top, something like that. That's not a bad pudding. I would not turn my nose up at that. On Christmas Day. You wouldn't turn your nose up at any pudding, really. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, but if you, you've also got like cheesecakes and things, there's there's a lot of different things that I see in the freezer section. Cheesecake. <laughs> that you could get anytime, keep frozen um, and all that sort of thing. A cake made out of cheese? I'm going to be sick. <laughs> um, there were three that I found that were specifically Christmas puddings. Say that word again. What? Specific. Specifically. <laughs> well done. Christmas puddings. <laughs> I um, always trip up over words like that. <laughs> specifically. Specifically. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can I carry on talking about puddings? As long as she's specific about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So the first one was, it was called Sue's Gluten-Free Kitchen is the brand. Who's Sue? I don't know, but she's a good lass. She's doing an apple crumble that you can get in Sainsbury's. It's frozen, um, so you'll find it obviously in the freezers. So if you look in the fridge, you'll not find it. Nice one, Sue. only £2.30. Oh, nice one, Sue. You could get like, um, you can get like, I think Oatly do custard that's... Like plant-based custard. So you could get a custard and you could get an ice cream and stick that on top. That would be amazing. Aldi are doing a melt-in-the-middle pudding. It looks like basically it's like a chocolate sponge (laughs) with like melty chocolate. You can't see Emma right now, but I can. (laughs) Her eyes have just like glazed over (laughs) and there's a little drool just coming out of her mouth. (laughs) It's only £2.49. It looks bloody massive as well. To be fair, I don't think I've made Emma as happy as she is thinking about this melt-in-the-middle pudding. (laughs) Are you made out of chocolate? Well, there we go. That's your answer right there. But I did just buy you an engagement ring. (laughs) Is it made out of chocolate? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's £2.49, which I think we'll probably have to try and find that because it looks really good. Or you've got a plant kitchen chocolate tort from M&S. It's £12, which is quite expensive. It's expensive for a pudding, that. Yeah, it serves six, which means it serves two, really. <laughs> or it serves you. <laughs> it serves me in our house. Um, so it is quite expensive, but... It's good to see that they're doing something. There's options. There's plenty of options. There are options. You don't have to go hungry. Well, you don't have to go hungry at any time. Ever. I get why it would be harder at Christmas. I feel like it's a big meaty kind of holiday, but Mm. you don't have to. You don't have to. And I I really feel for people who will be the only vegan or plant-based person in their house, they're going to have to deal with their family maybe having lots of lots of meat around them. But lots of turkey, pigs in blankets. If, if that upsets you, then please reach out because we are more than happy to chat with you about it and sort of try and give you some tips to deal with it. And just get yourself a little, um, I don't know, a little tofurkey and, and you'll be all good. I remember Christmas Day at my house and we'd have this big mass-off meal and my mum would prepare everything. We'd have like either soup or prawn cocktail starter, a big turkey dinner and a massive pudding. Mm-hmm. And after the meal, everyone just used to collapse. Oh, like, yeah. You go, for, you go for a nap, don't you? Turkey makes you sleepy. Last year, when we had our vegan meal, I was right as rain. We were full in terms of satisfied and we'd had lots of food. We were not like awful full we weren't like ill full no were we we were just like oh that was really nice and then it meant like i was i was well happy with it because it meant like a few hours later i was like right cool gonna have a snack because that's what christmas is all about it's to all me. about snacking but i also i wasn't hungry i was just i just wanted to snack and i had room for a snack yeah because i wasn't like bloated and full and gross and having a sleep So I don't know if you've done any research on this, but it'd be worth either asking yourself or asking just the guys out there. I know a lot of people enjoy a cheese board at Christmas. There are cheese boards. Are there vegan cheese boards? Someone has brought... Obviously, you can make your own because there's a ton of different cheeses, even just supermarket brand cheeses. Like Again, I can only really go by Tesco because that's where we 
shop. Yeah. But they have a ton of different cheeses. Nice. They've got like jalapeno ones, lots of different ones. But Violife, Violife is a specific cheese brand, plant-based cheese, and they've brought out a cheese board this year. There you go. You don't have to go without this Christmas no. at all. It's just going to get better and better every year as well oh, because yeah. they're going to see the supply and demand. I can only imagine that that cheese board is going to fly off any shelf it's put on. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, amazing. The other very important thing at Christmas time, and actually, as we record this today, it is the 30th of November, which means tomorrow is the 1st of December. And that means it's Advent Calendar Day. (laughs) So I thought we'd just chat to you a little bit about Advent calendars as well, just in case you haven't got one yet by the time you're listening to this. And um, you want to get yourself one or you want to send someone in the right direction of where to get you one. Or if you're listening to this like a year down the line and you're getting ready for Christmas... I'm sure there'll be these kind of advent calendars around anyway. Absolutely. They're going to be out every single year. And if it's January and they're still around, they'll be cheap as chips. So you could just buy one and scoff it all in one go. (laughs) So personally, the places that I found the easiest to find a vegan advent calendar was Amazon. Yeah. And the Vegan Kind supermarket, the one that I talked about before. Let's just break Amazon down a second, guys. I know a lot of people are a bit, Ugh, with Jeff Bezos and, and stuff like that. It's handy. Let's face it. The it's thing there. that's funny about Amazon is that, yes, whilst he is a massive billionaire, it's also full of small businesses. Yeah. The small business I work for has products on Amazon. So I've heard of this little hack. It's to go onto Amazon and find these products find the small business who do these products and then go to their website. So then Amazon don't get a cut. Yeah. I mean, so you obviously. can use it as kind of like a, a Google Yeah. for products. Yeah. Why not? Why not? We use Amazon a lot. Uh, we do. We've got Alexa's kicking about. and Careful, she's going. Fire sticks and stuff. We, we are very much giving Jess Bezos a lot of money, but I just think it's a very good product. I'm happy to hold my hand up and say, yes, he is a multi-billionaire and whereas he doesn't need our money, fair play to him, he started this company and he's done very well for himself. So I can't begrudge him that. Exactly. Any one of us would want to do the same thing. Exactly. So advent calendars, there's a few different um, brands to look out for. So you've got Moo Free. Lee's got a Moo Free one this year. Yes. We've got... Soul Free. Emma's got a Soul Free. I've got a Soul Free, which is specifically a milk chocolate alternative because I love milk chocolate. I do a white chocolate one as well. Ooh, love white chocolate. Um, We've also got Normal, which... And by saying we've also got, we do also have. We physically do. (laughs) We have three advent calendars. My mum sent us a normal (laughs) and she's told us to share, but I've said I'll see how good Lee is and we'll decide. Basically, Emma's going to wake up early, open it, eat it. And then every day when I wake up, it's like, oh, no chocolate in this one. Yeah. They've got to put it in this one. Yeah, you're 100%, you're 100% right. Um, Nomo is very good for like a milk chocolate alternative as well. It's very creamy and yummy. Nomo spelt N for November or M for mother or. Correct. Um, you've got Hotel Chocolat. They're doing one this year, but I believe it's dark chocolate. There's nothing wrong with dark chocolate. It's not my favorite, but. You're getting there now. I'm, yeah, I do eat it now. But if you like dark chocolate, Hotel Chocolat is gen- generally a very nice chocolate. You've got Mummy Meegs, which is M-E-A-G-Z. Now, Mummy Meegs is this brand that's kind of come about just this last year. And they're the ones that do like the cream egg alternatives at uh, um, Easter. And and yeah, so they're big in Holland and Barrett. They're doing an advent calendar this year. Again, I think it's a bit more on the dark side of chocolate. So give that a go if you like it. dark side. (laughs) There's loads out there, but then you've also got different kind of types of advent calendars so you've got candy kittens who are all of their products are vegan but they're like gummy sweets yeah they're doing an advent calendar this year and then you've also got stuff like tea and coffee advent calendars which we've bought for each other yeah i bought you a tea one which is like herbal teas and stuff i love tea he loves the tea i love a tea 
preferably like just like an English tea, but so you can't say preferably, but you can say <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but yeah, so I got I got him like a herbal tea kind of advent calendar, yeah, it's which because I'm Yorkshire, that's why I love tea. Yeah, exactly. And you got me um, a tea. Uh, sorry, a coffee one because I've just started drinking coffee. Yeah, she's had two coffees and now she's addicted to it. The last. I'm not addicted. You love it though. For Christmas, you were like, "Oh, can you get me a coffee maker?" Yeah, like, you've yeah, just did. started drinking coffee. I did. I um, I'd, yeah. <laughs> so, so what? <laughs> so yeah, the co- the coffee brand that I got you was Beanies. Beanies. Now, the advent calendar I wanted to get you initially was vegan and vegetarian friendly, but they'd sold out of that one. Mm-hmm. By the time I'd, I'd seen it, so I think I'm, it's quite popular. Yeah, I, so, I even emailed them. I was like, "I bring it back in stock," and they just said, "It's out of stock." It's like, <laughs> I know. Seriously. I'm asking, is it coming back? <laughs> so the one I did get you in the end was a, a 12 Days of Christmas one. Yeah, and again, I got it on Amazon, and it said suitable for vegan and f- vegetarians. And when we've got it. Well, so we don't know yet because we haven't fully opened it, right? Because obviously, you want to open. Yeah, on the right days. Yeah. Because it's only got 12, I'm just going to do one every other day. The good thing about beanies is that, so I, the coffees that I've been drinking, I've been like putting a, like a flavoured syrup in them. The good thing about beanies is that it's flavoured coffee already. Yeah. So you've got caramel, you've got vanilla, you've got like Irish coffee and all that kind of stuff flavoured in the beans already. And it's very low calorie and stuff because of that. But from what it looks like with this advent calendar, it's a bit weird because it's supposed to only have 12 in it. It looks like it's got 12 sachets of the flavoured coffee beans, which are completely vegan friendly because it's just coffee beans. Yeah. But then it also says it's got like an all-in-one thing and there's like six of them which are have already have milk in them. And it's obviously cow's milk because they're not going to put soya in it. Or why? Why would they? You know? Right? Why would they? So um, I guess we're just going to have to open it and see what happens. And if if those are in it, I'll give them to someone because I know plenty of people who drink coffee who are not vegan. Mm. So it's okay. I'll just give them to someone. And then, but I am looking forward to trying the beanies brand. It's something different because they're not super expensive mm. and. Like I said, they're quite low calorie, whereas the syrups are quite high calorie. I think it's really clever the way that they've done this as well, because if you like their coffee, you're more likely to go down and try and get their brand in the future. Exactly. So that was all I had on on the whole Christmas thing. I think also with Christmas, the most, most important thing about Christmas Day, gifts. Gifts. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the gifts, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's all about love and spending time with your family. We can't really do that this year so much. It's all about the gifts. I like opening presents. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like giving. I like receiving the presents. (laughs) Your gift is me and my gift is everything you give to me. (laughs) Uh, We've made a big effort this year just to ask people or to inform people that we are vegan. So please, can you make your gifts vegan friendly yeah that's down to uh products being toiletries clothes just anything really sweets just just be mindful of that yeah but i think next podcast we can go into the types of gifts that yeah people can give at christmas which will be out just before christmas so you know if you're a last minute shopper it might be helpful but it might even just be helpful for like birthdays and stuff through the year as well yeah, exactly but don't be afraid to tell people that you're vegan and that, you know, these are the kind of gifts that, that you would prefer. Yeah. Don't, don't be scared of saying that because at the end of the day, they would rather give you a gift that you're going to use rather than it being wasteful. And you, you throw it away, it away or, or it to give else. it to someone. Yeah, I'm sure there's people who might forget or whatever. It's, it's one of those things. That, like if they're not in my life all the time, they might forget. But the other thing is like we've tried to just be a bit more eco-friendly yeah. with our Christmas this year. And again, we'll go into it a bit more in the next one, but we're not sending Christmas cards this year. And we've made a big post about that as well, mm-hmm. saying we're going to give cards to our immediate immediate family, yeah. but everyone else, we're just going to, we're going to donate to charity mm-hmm. the money that we would have spent on cards and vice versa. Don't send us a card, just 
again, donate money if to you charity. Want, if, if family and friends are listening and you want to send us a card, you can. But just please be aware. Try and make sure it's recyclable. Yes. If it's got a ton of glitter on it, unfortunately, it's not. So, but yeah, we'll go into that a bit more next time because we will have another one out just before Christmas. And um, But before then, uh, on the whole Christmas theme, just two quick, quick things. Guys, it's a really, as much as it's a fun and loving season, it can be quite lonely for people, especially those on the streets. Please spend a bit of time and a bit of thought about those guys. And now's the time for giving. If there's any money, I know times are hard. Times are hard for everyone. If there's anything you can do just to give a bit of money to to a charity to, to help the homeless, please do. And lastly, from me, really, about this whole Christmas thing, and you, you mentioned Sainsbury's earlier, can you stop being racist? <laughs> and that's the moral of the story. Don't be a racist Like, arsehole. if you cannot relate to a family of black people... On a British people, British black people on a TV screen, and you want to cause offence by that, please also write into Aldi, who have a family of carrots, because <laughs> do you know what? I don't think you can relate to them. <laughs> uh, John Lewis, because didn't they have a dragon one year? Yeah, and then Argos once had a family of, of aliens. aliens. Right. So, so please, like, if you're going to be offended by one, be offended by all, or just be a decent human being and let just let it go. I think all of our podcast listeners are decent human beings. I think all our podcast listeners are decent human beings, but that got to me this year, really. Yeah, it's awful. And it wasn't just Sainsbury's. There's been a few adverts where people have complained about and just when we thought we'd not got over the whole Black Lives Matter movement because that's something that's going to be fine for a very long time. But, but we were going to get somewhere maybe with it. And it's like back to square one. God, we live in an awful country. We live in an awful world. Oh, yeah. When we can do this to animals and we can do this to our own human species, it's just... We're awful to each other. We're awful to everything else. The human race is a virus. And with that... <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Do you know, I saw something on Facebook the other day, which I thought was brilliant. You know, when people say to you, oh, it's weird being vegan. I don't understand being vegan. Mm. Let's change the word vegan to being kind to animals mm-hmm. and just see what people do. Uh, oh, you eat vegetables mushed up into a look like a burger. That's disgusting. Well, not even that. It's like, oh, Instead of, oh, I couldn't be vegan, change it to, oh, I couldn't be kind to animals. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, being vegan so weird. Change it to, oh, being kind to animals is so weird. <laughs> Let's just see how fast they change. <laughs> and that's a double mic drop. drop, drop. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that has been our episode this week. Sorry that we've gone off on a, a few little rants, but it's Christmas and... You know, I just want everyone to be happy, to be loved, especially in the times that we're in right now. Reach out if you're feeling lonely. Reach out if you need someone to speak to. I'm here, Emma's here, and we don't bite. But with that, I have been Lee Petcher. And I have been Amelia Rose Drysdale. And we have been putting veganism back in the spotlight. Merry Christmas! Thanks for joining. We had a blast on the plant-based